Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast. back 30 years ago to open up this week's show with Helpless from Sugar's Copper Blue. Sugar's debut album dropped 30 years ago yesterday. Currently, it's September 5th. It's Labor Day 30 years ago yesterday. September 4th, 1992, the debut album from Sugar dropped. Sugar was Bob Mould, formerly of Husker Du, on the guitar and vocals. Bassist David Barbie formerly of the band Mercyland, and Malcolm Travis, formerly of the band Human Sexual Response. Of course, Husker Du was one of the most influential indie bands of the 80s. Bob Mould already had two solo albums under his belt when he put his solo career on pause to form Sugar. Sugar dropped 
two albums and one EP between 1992 and 1994. David Barbie went on to produce several records for Drive-By Truckers, and I have no idea what's become of Malcolm Travis. I hope he's well. We kicked things off with Helpless from Sugar's Copper Blue. Tipping my hand, we'll be wrapping things up with another track from Copper Blue. Back in the day when this record came out, it was all over alt-rock radio. It took me nearly 30 years for me to buy a copy of it when I was in Nashville earlier this year. My good friend Andy took me to Grimey's Records and I left there with a metric shit ton of records and CDs. One of them was Sugar's Copper Blue, which I have never owned in any format, and it was... If I may quote Lizzo, about damn time I owned a copy of Sugar's Copper Blue. Fast forward to a couple of days ago, I am slowly but surely plowing through the stacks and stacks of music that I have been fortunate enough to acquire over the past several months, and I got to the stack that included Sugar's Copper Blue. I gave it a spin, digging the crap out of it, and the next thing you know, talk of the 30th anniversary of Sugar's Copper Blue is is all over my Instagram feed. So I'm thinking, well, the universe has spoken. We are bookending today's show with selections from Sugar's Copper Blue. And with that, hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly or as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. And right about now you're going, Greenberg, I dig sugar too. But what else is happening on this week's show? That is a great question I would love to tell you. First and foremost, smack dab in the middle of this week's show, a palate cleanser, if you will. We are going to spend some quality time with the superlative, and I do mean superlative, new album from the Mountain Goats. Their 21st album is called Bleed Out, and I cannot wait to share it with you. The rest of the show, however, we're going to be talking about some albums that are near and dear to my heart. What do these four albums have in common? Not only are these the albums that made me a fan of each of the artists we're going to feature today, but in my humble opinion, I don't think these artists have topped these albums since. I've continued to be a fan, I've continued to buy their records and enjoy their music and go to see them live, but for me, these four albums... And here's where I got a little tripped up, because two thoughts crossed my mind. Two thoughts walk into a bar, and they collide, if you will. I had these two thoughts. Part of me was going, these albums captured lightning in a bottle. And the other part of me thought, well, these albums are kind of a sweet spot. I couldn't decide which was more applicable and which was more accurate. Do these albums indeed capture lightning in a bottle? Do these albums represent the artist's artistic sweet spot? With this in mind, I decided to consult the Merriam-Webster Dictionary which defines capturing lightning in a bottle as succeeding in a way that is very lucky or unlikely. It defines the sweet spot as A. The area around the center of a mass of a bat, a racket, or the head of a club that is the most effective part with which to hit a ball. Or B. And more accurately, an ideal or most favorable location, level, area, or combination of factors for a particular activity or purpose. Okay, 
if those are the parameters, let me go ahead and further define for you why I love these albums so much and why no other albums in these artists' catalog come close for me. All four of these artists were great singer-songwriters before these records, and they were great singer-songwriters after these records. What was so unique about these four albums? In addition to the songwriting being rock solid, it was the production, it was the arrangements, it was the innovation, the experimentation, the sonic textures employed. It was the stepping out of their comfort zone, creating something they had never created before. Each one of these albums is unique in its own way. There are a lot of factors that a lot of these artists and a lot of these records have in common, and there are a lot of places where the roads diverge. But make no mistake, I love all four of these records, and I return to these records time and time again. With that in mind, why all of a sudden do I feel compelled to dedicate the lion's share of a show to this concept? The sweet spot? The bottled lightning? The bottled lightning sweet spot, if you will? It was inspired by a recent episode where we had featured the new album by one of the singer-songwriters that I'm going to feature today. I remarked on how one of their albums was an album that I absolutely adore and that everything since was good, was perfectly fine, but didn't hit that same sweet spot as this album that captured my attention and my imagination. Over the next couple of hours, we're going to explore the bottled lightning sweet spot with a Mountain Goat's palate cleanser. All this and much, much less on this week's show Moving right along, we're going to go in chronological order, going back to 1986 for our first Bottled Lightning Sweet Spot. It's the solo debut of singer-songwriter Peter Case. Peter used to be in a band called The Plimsolls. You may remember their song, A Million Miles Away. It was all over the radio back in 1983, but it only peaked at number 82. However... It was featured in the film Valley Girl, which was one of the first starring roles of a young Nicolas Cage. Before the Plimsolls, Peter was in a band called The Nerves, a power pop trio that lasted from 1974 through 1978 that also featured bassist Jack Lee, who wrote the song Hanging on the Telephone, which was later covered by Blondie on their classic album Parallel Lines. However, it was The Nerves who recorded it first. Rounding out The Nerves was Paul Collins, who would later front the critically acclaimed early 80s power pop band The Beat. Case's 1986 self-titled debut was produced by T-Bone Burnett, four songs co-produced by Burnett and the great Mitchell Froome. Musicians who appeared on the album in addition to Burnett and Froome include Mike Campbell of the Heartbreakers, the legendary session drummer Jim Keltner, John Hyatt, Van Dyke Parks, Roger McGuinn of the Birds, Jerry Murata, Gerf Morlicks, Fred Tackett, and Case's then-wife, 
singer-songwriter Victoria Williams. Of the dozen songs on the album, Case wrote five, co-wrote three with Burnett, co-wrote one with Marvin Etzioni, who was one of the original members of Lone Justice, along with Victoria Williams, and one song with Burnett, Jerry Murata, and Victoria Williams. The remaining tracks include interpretations of songs by the Pogues and Lightning Hopkins. During the summer of 1986, when the album dropped, I'd spent the summer between my sophomore and junior year at Michigan State at my parents' place in Ellicott City, Maryland. One of my favorite parts of staying at my folks' place during these summers in the 80s was the awesome radio station WHFS. Back in the 90s, they were an alt-rock powerhouse, but before that, they were a unicorn of sorts. They were an actual progressive radio station. I'm not talking about a college station. I'm not talking about a community station. No, this was an actual commercial radio station with a progressive format. The DJs played damn near anything and everything under the sun. Make no mistake, this was a radio station that would spoil me for other radio stations. A radio station whose uninhibited playlist continues to make an indelible impact on me. During that summer, Peter Case's self-titled debut was one of the albums that was in heavy rotation on WHFS, and I enjoyed it, but it wasn't until after the summer, when I didn't have easy access to WHFS, that I realized how much I dug the album, especially Case's interpretation of The Pogues' A Pair of Brown Eyes, which, in my humble hot take of an opinion, eclipses the original and I love the Pogues, but I digress. I didn't have easy access to WHFS anymore back in the day when there was no music streaming services, and I didn't have a ton of money to buy records like a drunken sailor on shore leave like I currently do, and it was maybe a year or two later that I noticed that a friend of mine had Case's 86 debut on cassette. I immediately dubbed it and just devoured the thing, and it has been one of my all-time favorite records ever since. Since then, I've purchased 99.9% of his catalog. I've seen him live a couple of times. I still think he's great, but in my humble opinion, nothing will ever top the 1986 solo debut from Peter Case.
horse and crow some pretty good friends living from the same suitcase spoken tongues that we couldn't understand that's the way it was back in those days all that summer love they were driving through the south charming a bolivian living hand to mouth they were careless then and the road stretched on and on well it's a wonder and a shame all those careless days have gone First this happened and that happened and everything changed Crow, she flew off in a straight line Leaving horse and took a job making 20 bucks a day Some reason started looking for a sign When everywhere he looked, everything was white Sometimes he thought he saw something moving in the light They were careless then And the road stretched on and on well, it's a wonder and a shame All those calluses have gone Well, it's a wonder and a shame All those calluses have gone Like yards, we could measure it in weeks. Crow's horse sense was dead. After passing through the capitals of the Western world unleashed, she was heading for Las Vegas to put everything on red. This world sets a price on love that kind of won't forget. Through the ending of this story, well, it hasn't happened yet. They were careless then, and their roads stretched on and on. Well, it's a wonder and a shame All those callous days have gone Well, it's a wonder and a shame All those callous days have gone
You've got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. In that last set, a fistful of tracks from Peter Case's 1986 self-titled debut. And at the top of the set, Steel Strings, a song that a couple years after its release would be covered by Marshall Crenshaw. Old Blue Car, a song that Peter had co-written with Marvin Etzioni, one of the original members of Lone Justice, as well as his then-wife, singer-songwriter Victoria Williams. Also in that set, Horse and Crow, followed by satellite beach peter co-wrote that with t-bone burnett jerry Murata, and victoria williams and we wrapped things up with peter's interpretation of the pogues pair of brown eyes hey everybody it's debts no honest man can pay my name is greenberg thank you so much for joining us we're here weekly or as close to weekly as we can get right here on nrm streamcast speaking of nrm streamcast you know there are so many awesome shows you can check out on nrm streamcast And a lot of them are shows you can actually watch. You can go ahead and download the NRM Streamcast app to your TV and watch a lot of these NRM Streamcast shows. The app is free to download. It costs you nothing to enjoy any of the shows. And I want to call specific attention to 11 Mile Sessions Live, hosted by my old friend Scott Boatwright way back in the day when this show was a mere mortal radio show. Scott and I both had shows at WHFR.FM on the campus of Henry Ford College in Dearborn, Michigan. And Scott hosted this awesome avant-garde show. I think it was on Sunday afternoons. Nicest guy in the world. Very laid back. And he brought in a lot of avant-garde artists to play live in the studio and that was one of the benchmarks of his show and with 11 mile sessions live he continues to bring in artists to play live he spins a lot of great homegrown motor city music and you can watch the show live thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m in the eastern standard time zone And there are so many ways you can check it out. If you're going to catch it live, you can catch it live on either nrmstreamcast.com or at 11milesessionslive.com. And that's the number 11 as opposed to spelling it out. All episodes are archived at both nrmstreamcast.com and 11milesessionslive.com. And you can subscribe to it as an audio podcast wherever you find your podcasts. The latest episode features their local music showcase. I can't recommend the show highly enough. 11 Mile Sessions Live. Check it out live on Thursday nights or catch up with the archive. You've got 21 episodes to get caught up on right now. Moving right along to our second Bottled Lightning sweet spot, Joe Henry's 1999 album, Fuse. Joe's earlier albums like 1992's Short Man's Room and 1993's Kindness of the World were straight-up singer-songwriter Roots Rock Records, on which he was backed up by members of the Jayhawks. On Joe's 1996 album, Trampoline, he started incorporating loops and samples, 
and that's when I took notice. I'd heard some of his earlier stuff and liked it just fine, but the dark, moody, and evocative title track of Trampoline caught my attention unlike anything he had done before. His seventh album, 1999's Fuse, built on the foundation established by Trampoline. The loops and samples got more sophisticated, the songwriting and arrangements took on a polished film noir tone. Fun fact, Henry had actually approached Dr. Dre to produce the record. I've been a fan of this record for 23 years and was today years old when I learned that factoid. While that totally makes sense, and I'm having a whole lot of fun imagining an alternate universe wherein Dr. Dre produced Joe Henry's Fuse, I ain't gonna front. The album we got is damn near perfect and was produced by the great T-Bone Burnett. And this is a fact that I had completely forgotten about. And it's totally coincidental that two of the albums we're featuring today were produced by T-Bone Burnett. It's also coincidental that we're featuring these albums back to back. However, Peter Case's self-titled debut and Joe Henry's Fuse couldn't be more different from each other if they tried. They're like night and day. Musicians appearing on Fuse included Jacob Dylan, Rami Jaffe, the late Chris Whitley, Daniel Lanois, and the Dirty Dozen Brass Band. The album features ten original songs and wraps up with his interpretation of Vera Lynn's 1939 song, We'll Meet Again, a song most closely associated with World War II and the closing scene of Stanley Kubrick's classic film, Dr. Strangelove. Fast forward three years later to 2002 and Joe Henry wins a Grammy for producing Solomon Burke's Don't Give Up On Me, which would lead to Joe Henry producing records for Betty Lovette, Amy Mann, the Carolina Chocolate Drops, and many others. However, it was the lessons learned working with T-Bone Burnett while recording Fuse that would lead Joe Henry to become the Grammy-winning producer he is today.
And all it would take for you to be free Was never enough, but too much for me
remember when your shoes were new When I could hold a spoon the way some people do If this is our finish, let's begin The gamble I would lose, I guess I win
I was dumb Like I don't hear the talk from town Like I don't know what's about to come Everybody knows that they left Paul without his clothes Behind the barn in tears And now we can't get him off that goddamn horse He's been there the fact that you are currently listening you need no further assistance finding the debts no honest man can pay podcast however your friends may need a little assistance in which case 
be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of tracks in that last set from Joe Henry's 1999 album Fuse at the top of the set, Angels, followed by Skin and Teeth, Fat, Want Too Much, and we wrapped things up with Great Lake. Did a phone interview with Joe back in 2003 when he was touring behind the album Tiny Voices, and he couldn't have been more gracious. An absolute mensch among men. Unfortunately, didn't get to talk to him long. We started a little bit late because when you're on the road as a touring musician, sometimes these things happen. So we got started a little late. I had to wrap things up at the top of the hour so as to not delay the show that followed mine. But for the short time that I did get to talk to Joe, he was just a great guest. Hopefully, maybe I get a chance to interview Joe again. In the meantime, hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here weekly or as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. Moving right along, we are going to take a break from the Bottled Lightning sweet spot albums that we have been featuring on this week's show to spend a little quality time with a new album which may very well be an album that i look back on as a bottled lightning sweet spot at some point in the future in the meantime it's only a few weeks old and i absolutely love 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 bleed out the brand new record from the mountain goats I'd always liked the Mountain Goats, but I was never a hardcore fan. I was more of a Mountain Goats appreciator. That all changed a couple of weeks ago when I saw them live at the Queen City Jam Session. This was just a day after Bleed Out had dropped. It was my first time seeing them live, and they totally knocked my socks off, knocked them back on, knocked them back off again. I got to hear many of the songs from Bleed Out for the very first time as played live by the Mountain Goats. Now I'm a fan. I've been spending a lot of quality time on my own with this new Mountain Goats record, and I love it, and it's got a really good shot at landing in our year-end top 10. As we are getting closer to the point of the year where I need to nail down my top 10, I'm thinking the Mountain Goats Bleed Out has a really good shot of cracking the top 10 this year. But I digress. Now that I am officially a fan of the Mountain Goats, and the Mountain Goats are 21 albums into their career, I will most likely be buying every subsequent album the Mountain Goats drop and will probably be doing a healthy amount of catch-up. And seeing as the Mountain Goats are a ridiculously prolific band, a band that does not stay in one place long stylistically, there's also a really good chance that Bleed Out might join my list of Bottled Lightning Sweet Spot albums. Why? 
For starters, this record is so immediate. It is so damn easy to love. Like a lot of Mountain Goats records, this one is a concept album. Take a good look at the cover art, read the liner notes, listen to the lyrics, and it's evident that Mountain Goats frontman and principal songwriter John Darnielle spent a lot of time during the pandemic binging action films. Here's what Pitchfork had to say about Bleed Out. Darnielle both humanizes and embraces the familiar tropes of action cinema. He indulges in the escapist fantasy that action movies offer while taking the real cost of living like one of their heroes all too seriously. Bleed Out deconstructs the tropes of action movies just as it lovingly recreates them, letting us have our cake and bludgeon our enemies to death with it too. Water dripping from the pipes down in the basement Bare feet on a concrete floor Notches on the wall of my solitary cell Sweat dripping out of every pore It feels like it takes forever It's maybe five minutes on screen But the horns will swell and the strings will sound When that flipped quarter hits the ground I'm doing this for revenge
endless night When the rescue team finds us It's gonna get so dark for you I'm gonna leave a mark on you I'm gonna leave a mark on you Can't trust anybody Even the tough ones crack Train up a swordsman To stab you in the back
bucket mine. Guy who had a place down by the lakeside. Changing water to wine. Devastating schematics. Rough drafts of the 23rd song. Paul Kersey never left his apartment. John Rambo never went to Vietnam. Armor-piercing black talents from the first production run. Nobody's seen them in a while since 19. Sacks at midnight Where the candy for the cannons comes from I heard Buford Pusser was dirty John Rambo never went to Vietnam
gonna bleed out Every bender needs a blackout Every gauge deserves a top line Every story needs a child Who believes The brave hero's gonna be just fine You only have to check the papers To see Some of these children end up just like me Bleed out I'm gonna make a gigantic mess But it meant something important, I guess Bleed out I'm gonna bleed out Somewhere beyond imagination Somewhere beneath the final delta Washed up on the banks of a river At the height of the storm Everybody's seeking shelter I'm gonna dive right in I can't swim Bleed out I'm gonna bleed out I'm gonna bleed out I'm gonna bleed out There's gonna be a big spot where I once lay And there won't even be a spot one day Bleed out I'm gonna bleed out There was a chance we'd make it through this It's safe to say now that we missed it And I will never lose hope And I haven't lost hope I'm just realistic I will go down punching But I will go down And my corner man won't bring me back around Bleed out gonna bleed out The blood is pooling underneath Flowing freely from my mouth You wanna call a medevac Now Knock yourself out You can tell them when they get here You tried But the smallest hole was several inches wide I'm gonna bleed out I'm gonna head into the darkness I'm gonna head into the light I will surrender to the slow lurching tide Drift off into the
the night there won't be any words of wisdom from me just a lake of blood for all the world to see bleed out got three ways to connect with us on social media number one like debts no honest man can pay on facebook number two follow us on twitter at exile on east street and number three like us on instagram at exile on east street same as twitter making it extra convenient or if you want to kick it old school drop us an email debts no honest man can pay at gmail.com Fistful of tracks in that last set from the superlative new album from the Mountain Goats, Bleed Out. At the top of the set, Training Montage, followed by Mark On You, Wage Wars, Get Rich, Die Handsome, First Blood, and we wrapped things up with the 7 minute plus title track. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly, or as close to weekly as we can get, right here on NRM Streamcast. Speaking of NRM Streamcast, you know, there are so many awesome shows you can check out on NRM Streamcast. And a lot of them are shows you can actually watch. You can go ahead and download the NRM Streamcast app to your TV and watch a lot of these NRM Streamcast shows. The app is free to download. It costs you nothing to enjoy any of the shows. And I want to call specific attention to 11 Mile Sessions Live, hosted by my old friend Scott Boatwright way back in the day when this show was a mere mortal radio show. Scott and I both had shows at WHFR.FM on the campus of Henry Ford College in Dearborn, Michigan. And Scott hosted this awesome avant-garde show. I think it was on Sunday afternoons. Nicest guy in the world. Very laid back. And he brought in 
in a lot of avant-garde artists to play live in the studio, and that was one of the benchmarks of his show. And with 11 Mile Sessions Live, he continues to bring in artists to play live. He spins a lot of great homegrown Motor City music, and you can watch the show live Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. And there are so many ways you can check it out. If you're going to catch it live, you can catch it live on either nrmstreamcast.com or at 11milesessionslive.com. And that's the number 11 as opposed to spelling it out. All episodes are archived at both nrmstreamcast.com and 11milesessionslive.com. And you can subscribe to it as an audio podcast wherever you find your podcasts. The latest episode features their local music showcase. I can't recommend the show highly enough. 11 Mile Sessions Live. Check it out live on Thursday nights or catch up with the archive. You've got 21 episodes to get caught up on right now. Moving right along, unlike the first two Bottled Lightning Sweet Spot albums we featured in this week's show, this album was not produced by T-Bone Burnett. I am talking about Chuck Prophet's 2002 album, No Other Love. Chuck Prophet was the lead guitarist of the Paisley underground band Green on Red. From 1985 through 1992, he recorded seven albums with them. Green on Red is one of my all-time favorite bands. I adore this band. They are just insanely underrated. Not only were they part of the Paisley Underground alongside bands like the Rain Parade and the Dream Syndicate, but in my humble opinion, Green on Red were also one of the best roots rock bands of the mid-80s and early 90s. I would put them up in the same pantheon as bands like Lone Justice, Jason in the Scorchers, The Long Riders, and Guadalcanal Diary. Chuck Prophet joined Green on Red for their second full-length album, Gas, Food, and Lodging, and stayed with them till the bitter end. I regret to say I never got to see Green on Red live, and they actually reformed maybe about 16 years ago to do a couple of one-off shows. I did, however, get to do a phone interview with Green on Red frontman Dan Stewart, but that's another story for another time. We are here today to talk about Chuck Prophet. Back in the early 90s, when there was a band that you were a fan of, you had to rely on word of mouth or scour any number of music magazines for the smallest little tidbit of information about your favorite obscure band. In the early 90s, after Green on Red had splintered, Dan Stewart and Chuck Prophet and Chris Kakavas had all started recording solo albums. News of these leaked out to a Green on Red fan like me quite by accident. Maybe I would see an ad in an indie rock magazine. Maybe I might see something in a record store. Maybe I might read a little blurb here and there, but this was in the infancy of the interwebs and before social media was even a thing. Nowadays, all you have to do is like and subscribe. Back then, you just crossed your fingers and hoped you'd get some morsel of information about your favorite obscure band. I remember picking up one of Chuck Prophet's early solo albums on cassette. I found it used in one of my favorite record stores. Gave it a spin, thought it was okay. 
since I didn't have tons of disposable income, I didn't search out the solo joints from any of the Green on Red members, but I kept my eyes peeled. And over the years, I noted that Chuck Prophet was gaining more and more prominence as a solo artist, but it was Chuck Prophet's sixth album, 2002's No Other Love that caught my attention, especially the track Summertime Thing. And while the album was not produced by T-Bone Burnett, it shares a lot in common with Joe Henry's Fuse. There's that influence of beats, loops, samples, and a noirish tinge to some of these songs. It was unlike anything I'd heard him do with Green on Red, and his work with Green on Red was primarily as a guitarist. He kind of struck me as a six-string gunslinger with the sound that was highly influenced by Neil Young. As a solo artist, as a singer-songwriter, he stretched out. We got to see him in a whole new light, and we got to hear him sing in a smoky baritone, not unlike Dave Alvin. And while Chuck Prophet went on to establish himself as a critically acclaimed solo artist, he also established himself as an acclaimed producer and sideman, having played on albums by Kelly Willis, Cake, and the late Warren Zevon. He also co-wrote all of the songs on Alejandro Escovedo's Real Animal and played on the album. That album is a banger in its own right. After falling head over heels for no other love, I went backwards, picked up the hurting business, dug the crap out of that as well and i could see the beginnings of what would come to fruition with no other love having started there kept up with him for the next three albums and there were some very good moments but eventually dropped off still a fan i've seen him live three times twice with a full band and once solo and for the life of me i cannot remember if that solo gig was a double bill with Peter Case or Mary Gaucher. I've seen so many shows in my lifetime that they are all blending together. Regardless, awesome singer-songwriter, outstanding live performer, world-class badass guitarist. But in my humble opinion, as Chuck Prophet's solo joints go, no other album hits like No Other Love. Sat there exposed to the wind and the thunder Chilled to the bone, huddled together You kissed me goodbye and I called God a liar We snuck off like thieves with our backs to each other After the raid After the raid of you, you're half in a shadow, with a heart on your sleeve, and a chain on your ankle, when I think of you, I can go where I want to, I just close my eyes, and I wish myself back to, after the rain, after 
lights out of a uniform Katie had another dog, swore would never bite Followed that girl everywhere, never left her side She said, oh baby, 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 crawl out of your shell
grabs the dial, jumps up on my lap, starts to lick my face like a Persian cat. You hear me laughing with nothing up my sleeve. Here come that gal of mine like a storm across the Come that gal of mine Like a storm across the sea Oh Come on, come on
the sun's burning down on the pavement Money in the bank, I ain't gonna save it Jenna come by, hope she makes it Jenna coming by, and I sure hope she makes it mm, It's a summertime thing Summertime thing There's a party next door that sounds like it's cooking I poked my head over the wall, took a look in Was a five-piece band, they was really rocking Oh, look like some kind of family reunion Hey, it's a summertime day Summer heat's got me feeling lazy Air is warm and the sky is hazy People getting down, getting crazy Oh, people getting down, getting stupid, getting crazy Hey, hey it's a summertime day Summertime day And can your sister come along? How could she not wanna? I put the Beach Boys on, wanna hear him and Rounder. I'll put the Beach Boys on, wanna hear him and Rounder. Summertime
by virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of tracks in that last set from Chuck Prophet's 2002 album No Other Love at the top of the set After the Rain, followed by I Bow Down and Pray to Every Woman I See, Storm Across the Sea, Eloise, and we wrapped things up with Summertime Thing. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly, or as close to weekly as we can get, right here on NRM Streamcast. Moving right along to our last full set of this week's show and our final bottled lightning sweet spot, Damien Dorado's 2016 album, Visions of Us on the Land. Damien first popped up on my radar back in 2000. Sub Pop released the compilation album Badlands, a tribute to Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska. Damien Dorado duetted with Rose Thomas, also known as Rosie Thomas, on the Springsteen track Wages of Sin, which didn't actually appear on the Nebraska album, but was recorded during the Nebraska sessions. I was kind of sort of blown away by their interpretation of Wages of Sin. I totally slept on Damien Gerardo's career for several years. Again, the 2000 earlies, not a ton of disposable income, no place that you could stream music, Streaming music just wasn't a thing back then. Fast forward to early 2016. I'd been freshly dumped by the woman I was dating. My job left me feeling dead inside. I was not in a great headspace at all. My friend Roland and I had just seen Kurt Vile at the Orange Peel in Asheville. I was driving home. It was a Friday night. I was listening to the blog radio program on Sirius XMU. It was a dark night. It was a cold night. I was driving home. The music that they were playing just totally fit my headspace. And then I heard this song. It scratched every itch. It was trippy. It was psychedelic. It was melodic. And I needed to know what this song was. Monday morning, I am scouring the interwebs looking for the playlist of what I heard driving home on that dark and chilly Friday night. It was Damien Gerardo, the song titled Kakina. And I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's spelled Q-A-C-H-I-N-A, all caps. I immediately downloaded the song on iTunes and saw that it was one of two advanced tracks from a new album that would be dropping soon, Visions of Us on the Land. I bought it as soon as it came out, and I was not disappointed. What I heard was some of the most wonderfully mind-bendy, psychedelic folk 
I've ever had the pleasure of letting my ears experience. And no matter how many times I hear Kakina, it remains my favorite. In addition to the trippy, psychedelic nature of the song, the opening line spoke to me. I lost my mind, so I stepped out for a time. What a great psychedelic lyric. I totally related. I was not living the life I wanted. I was grateful to have that life, and I still am. But at the time, having been freshly dumped by somebody who I thought could have been the one, and being stuck in a loveless job made me feel like I was about to lose my mind, and I was ready to step out for a time. And I think we all feel that at one time or another. Like, either we've lost our mind, or we're going to lose our mind, and nothing would make us happier than to just step out for a time, to take a take a moment, to just put everything on pause and just collect yourself. And that's what I got out of that song. Damien Dorado's 12th album, Visions of Us on the Land, would eventually be my favorite album of 2016. It was his second album recorded for the New West label, and it was an end of a trilogy of albums produced by Richard Swift. The other two albums were 2012's Maricopa and 2014's Brothers and Sisters of the Eternal Sun, and that son spelled S-O-N. So after I had totally immersed myself in visions of us on the land, I'd gone backwards. I picked up Maricopa, Brothers and Sisters of the Eternal Sun. I just learned recently that the trilogy of these three albums were a concept album. I never picked up on it, but then again, I spent more time listening to Visions of Us on the Land than the two that preceded it. I liked those other two. I've enjoyed everything he's done since. I've bought everything he's done since, and I've gone backwards and bought a lot of his older stuff, and I enjoy all of it. I've seen him live twice, both times solo gigs. But in my humble opinion, nothing brings Damien Gerardo's genius into focus more clearly than Visions of Us on the Land.
tried my hand as a brother failed as a man and a friend I know who I was then I know who I am now Land it rolls into the water Fools that go and follow after Chasing the light like the sun Burned out before they could shine Lord, take the way I won't need it. Salvation's pain, glory be. Follow me down on this road. One more hand to let go. Kindly spoke, cried on his shoulder. You're better a ghost than a living man. You'll see through, I suppose, visions of us on the land, far out to where we were then, gathered and stolen by storm. Waiting here till you return.
got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. A fistful of tracks in that last set from Damien Gerardo's 2016 album, Visions of Us on the Land, our final bottled lightning sweet spot. It was also our album of the year for 2016. At the top of the set, we heard Kakina, followed by Lan Bella, On the Land Blues, Exit 353, and we wrapped things up with Cinco de Tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly, or as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. And right about now, we are going to wrap things up much in the same way that we kicked things off with a track from Sugar's 1992 album Copper Blue. Turns 30 years old this week. Dropped on September 4th, 1992. We kicked things off with Helpless, and we're going to wrap things up with if i can't change your mind from sugar's copper blue and with that everybody have a great week take care be safe and remember the dogs on main street howl because they understand (laughs) 